Yes, you are listening to the Ready, Set, Retire radio podcast with Steve Anzoni. My name is Jessica Forkel. Get more details on the website at fairwayfinancial.net. Steve, I want to jump right into this. This is a question a lot of most retirees ponder is how much they should take out of their financial plan each month to meet their spending needs, right? That's what we all want to do and also not run out of money. So for a long time, many have subscribed to this 4% rule. But a columnist in the Wall Street Journal has his own that he calls the $400 rule. He says you'll spend at least $400 each month in retirement above and beyond what you think you'll actually spend. He says that careful tracking of bills has proved him correct. What are your thoughts on this? Um, yeah, you know, here's my feeling. Everyone is so different that I never put numbers on that. What I would question, however, is the 4% rule. Because over the last five or six years, it just hasn't worked. Interest rates have been zero at the banks and very low on the bonds. And so that number has gone from four to realistically three, three and a quarter as Mm -hmm. far as taking money out. So by the way, for the audience listening, the 4% rule has been around for a long time. And you can Google it. Just just Google 4% uh, safe money withdrawal rule and they'll tell you all about it. But It was made up by uh, folks in the late uh, 90s, uh, I think it was mid to late 90s, saying that if you took roughly 4% of your retirement portfolio out and you had this sort of a mix in it, the chances were very, very high that you wouldn't run out of money. And they back-tested it using various decades and, you know, all this other stuff. But what they failed to take into account was, you know, a lot of it had to do with using uh, just the market here and not globally. And of course, they were using interest rates on bonds that were at five or six percent, which uh, that's not happening. So, it was a rule put into place by the investment world. I loosely adhere to that as a general, maybe sort of, kind of okay. <laughs> I'm more <laughs> of a when I retire, I want to see a check, and I want that check to be there every year, no matter what happens, no matter who's in office, no matter if it's inflation, deflation, stagnation. any of that stuff. So I'm a big fan of that, again, that green income bucket being solid, being a foundation plan, being made out of brick and not being made out of wood or straw. Okay. So, and I think a balancing act is the better way to deal with that, Jess. Just as, again, this is just my decades of experience. I think it's good to have a lot of, you know, pieces of the puzzle into play to use various savings vehicles, various hedges, if you will, and use the instruments that are there for the right purpose. In other words, if you were going to build a house, I mean, and you had a nail, you wouldn't really, you know, use a screwdriver to bang the nail in. Exactly. You'd use a hammer. The right, right? tool, right. So you got to have the right tool. And this leads me to why people are so bearish, I guess, negative on annuities befuddles me. And if anybody watched this movie that I showed, it would have opened their eyes because when some of the most intelligent people in the United States warn people about running out of money and about having all your eggs in a basket that is Mm risk-based, okay, when they literally warn people of that. I'm talking about the guy who invented the 401k, Jess, basically came out and say, it's a good idea to have annuities. This is the guy who invented 401k. By the way, the government finally, a lot of people don't know this, by the way, but in the, 2000, in the SECURE Act, the original SECURE Act, there was a provision put 
in to allow 401ks to have more annuities in there because they knew that people lost their security when they lost their pensions. And they knew that at least annuities could provide some security. And so they put a provision in there saying, yeah, you know, you really should, you know, have them in the 401k plan. Amazing. Wow. But, you know, it doesn't get published. It's, it's amazing what, what, what stuff gets, you know, brushed under the, the carpet, right? But the reality is, is that we need to have, you know, a 4% rule. How about a, how about a guaranteed source of income? How's that for a rule? How about, hey, you know, your Social Security check's going to be there. Your uh, pension, if you have one, will be there. And, oh, by the way, uh, we could take a piece of your 401K and we could guarantee a check for life, too, for you and your spouse, 100% survivor, not 50%, not two-thirds, 100%. There's nothing wrong with that. So, anyway, that's what I believe. I think you just got to have balance, you know, so... Mm-hmm. That's my that's my answer to this question. And, you know, if you folks out there want more balance or you want to learn the facts about what you're trying to do with your retirement. And by the way, most people are just trying to have a steady as she goes income to replace their steady as she goes paycheck, because when your paycheck stops, let me tell you something. The world changes when your paycheck stops. Yeah, it's a lifestyle change. You better believe it is, Jess. It, it's an eye-opener. Because now all of a sudden you're like, man, I, I really want something to replace this check. And I don't want anything that's 100% market-based that might not be there. That's a scary proposition. Absolutely. So you need to get the facts. And you need to get, get them from someone who's independent, who's been around the block, okay, who's seen a lot of things, right? Now I sound like that. What's is that that progressive commercial? You know, we've we've been around, we've seen around. We've seen a lot of things, yeah. We've seen a lot of things. I love that commercial, by the way. Now, this is interesting here as we talk about just how confusing it is and overwhelming to to plan for retirement. The U.S. Senate is now considering a big bill passed by the House that's designed to help Americans save more for retirement. Sounds all good, but Mm. it's commonly called the Secure Act 2.0. Longtime wealth advisor James Bogart tells Yahoo Finance that it's a huge step in the right direction. In terms of accumulation of wealth, we know the time value of money. Saving early on, or at least starting to save early on, has the most impact. So I love the the student loan match provisions that they're putting in there. I also love that they're putting in Roth 401k matching options, and then even having uh, enhancements to the catch-up saving options. So lots going on within this bill. Again, it's just being proposed and considered nothing is in stone. But what are your thoughts on all this, Steve? I love it. Okay, finally, somebody got their act together. Okay, so let's just highlight a few, right, as it pertains to us folks uh, at or nearing retirement. So they're going to give a catch-up contribution. Now, most people are familiar with catch-up provisions on 401ks, right, where if you're over 50, you can add another 7,000 or so. But now they're trying to do catch-up provisions on IRAs, right, and and Mm -hmm. regular accounts. So it would go from, uh, instead of seven, it would go to $10,000. You know, that's way up from, it says 6,500 currently, but I believe that number uh, has been increased slightly. So that's huge, right? That's a big number. How about required minimum distributions, okay? We all know that the original SECURE Act bumped it to age 72, but now they're thinking about going to age 73 and then um, to age 74 in 2029. So in other words, 
They're scaling it because that makes sense. Because why? People are living, living longer. longer. Living longer, more money for them. Sense. Yeah. It makes sense. And, and I think, you know, I think it's a good idea. I hope they put it through. Uh, and of course, if people need money before that, take it. They're not saying that you can't take it. They're just saying that you must take it at a certain age. So that actually benefits people who have planned where they don't need the income right away and they can wait. So the longer they wait, of course, the less taxes they'll pay until they get that. That's a beautiful thing. Um, RMD penalties, required minimum distribution penalties. Are you ready, Jess? I'm the ready. Cu- the current penalty is 50% Woo! Of, the, of the amount you were supposed to take out. So let's say you you, you were supposed to take out 20000 and you just you forgot. Oh, All right? Man. You just dropped the ball. It didn't happen. Literally, that's a that's a 50% penalty on that 20000 Plus, you're supposed to pay the taxes on that, too, and report ah, it. Geez, it ouch. It's ridiculous. So now they're saying, hey, we're going to have it go down to 25% penalty, and then maybe to 10% if you if the missed RMD is timely made up. In other words, oh, my God, I missed it. I know. But if I, if I take it now, you know, you'll hit me with 10%. So that makes sense. I mean, you know, stop just going after these people, especially retirees, for crying out loud. You know, you make a mistake, make up for it, and do it. I love this change. I hope they do this. <laughs> so the new bill will allow Roth versions of SEPs, which is a simplified employee pension, and simple IRA. So basically, folks, these are for self-employed people out there, usually very small proprietors, right? Carpenters, you know, fixer, you know, stuff like that who own a small business, right? They will allow them to do a, an after-tax version. You know how I feel, folks. If you listen to my show, I'm a big fan of tax-free beats tax-deferred. Currently, if like realtors are a great example because they're doing, they're killing it, right? The last few years, they're making mm-hmm. good money. But they can only do a pre-tax contribution to their SEP or simple plan. So this new change will say, now we're going to give you options. I love it. And I hope, I hope they do this. Um, there's going to be new rules for uh, 401ks. Yeah, lo- lots they, of moving parts. Yeah, they, they enroll yeah. people in the 401k and, and give them a 3% of their salary. Well, and um, also, just want to jump in here and remind our listeners, guys, none of this is put in stone yet. The, this right. is simply a bunch of ideas and, hey, let's do this, let's do this, and then they have the vote and we'll go through all that. But Right. But listen, I'm excited about it because we're in the loop, Jess, so we're going to get all the news. So just tune into the show and get updates as we go because as soon as it becomes law, whatever piece of it, it does you'll know because we will put it out there immediately and then we will we'll say to people look act on it just like the secure act had some major changes i mean right now everybody you should be seriously considering about roth conversions there's a sale for the next four years on taxes there's a sale right the mm-hmm. tax brackets are the lowest they've been in in like 30 years so why not? I mean, look, if you're going to run to Macy's for a sale, or like I do, to go to Dick's to pick up a, a, you know, a, a two dozen golf balls for 30% off, you know I'm going to be there, okay? <laughs> so why wouldn't you take advantage of, wait a minute, Steve, you mean to tell me that if I do a Roth conversion now, my big 401k, and I pay, say, 15 cents on the dollar to convert that today, you mean to tell me, Steve, that I'll never ever have to pay taxes on that money again and any income i take from that is not only tax-free but won't affect my social security tax steve Hmm. uh yeah that's what i'm telling you 
So if you're not actively pursuing conversions right now, you're missing something huge. So again, I, I, I don't, I'll repeat it again and again. I'm here in the first five callers. I will go through everything with a fine tooth comb. And I'll even tell you if you're a candidate for some of these changes that have already been put in place and some of the potential ones. So how's that? I'll look at what you have. We'll have a nice conversation. And then I will tell you and give you a map and say, look, if you do this and you follow this, you'll be in more of control of your retirement than the government is. Get more details on the website, fairwayfinancial.net. That's fairwayfinancial.net. Stephen Anzoni is a licensed insurance provider by the Division of Insurance and is not registered as an investment advisor in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Fairway Financial Insurance Agency, Inc. does not give investment, tax, or legal advice. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products, including annuities, offered through Fairway Financial Insurance Agency, Inc. Annuity guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Massachusetts Insurance License 172-2314.